0: This is not like your regular mom podcast. It's your cool mom podcast. It's an unfiltered look into motherhood through the lens of the working mom and mom bosses, all while figuring out the journey of how we got to where we are and how we juggle it all, even
1: if we aren't. We keep it real, we keep it positive and fun. We are two mompreneurs who've had successful careers in the fashion, beauty, and design industries in New York City, while raising little ones and also making a mean cheese board. I'm serious. I'm Liz. And I'm Amanda and we are Mom Goals. Amanda, I'm so
0: excited to introduce our new guest. This is Christina Pacelli and she is an amazing celebrity stylist, image consultant and a full-time mommy. I'm not sure how she does it all. She has styled amazing celebrities including Danielle Brooks and Maria Menounos and Lily Taylor and Laverne Cox who she basically made her a fashion icon. I'm so impressed with what she does. And I've known Christina almost from the very beginning and I am so excited to chat with her and find out how she does it all. So excited to have you here. So
2: excited to be here. Thank you so much Liz and Amanda um, for thinking of me for this, for introducing me and bringing me into the mom goals family. I'm very excited to chat with you and also learn about your goals as mommies.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank so, you. Well, yeah, you are such goals. So we are such really
1: such goals. About that. <laughs> I'm so so. Christina, tell us like tell us about your career. What was your journey like?
0: Um,
2: my career. Oh gosh, it's actually been interesting. Starting it alongside Liz in a way, um, she was very established when I was just getting started, and I looked up to her for sure. Um, we met on the sets of. Mm, gosh, Liz, remind group. I think right. Yes, I, there we it was go.
0: an e-commerce shoot for Guilt Group, and I remember you getting the call—not to steal yeah. your journey. For but in my perspective, I remember you getting the call to style the Vern yeah. Cox, and at that time you were like, I don't know, should I take it? It was at that time it was so hard to get clothing for anybody that wasn't a size two or a model everything all the samples were like right you know for these tiny tiny people and Mm -hmm. definitely not for a transgendered fashion well now she's a fashion icon but a transgendered actress and I remember you being like how am I going to do this and I Mm -hmm. said you'll figure it out you can do it (laughs) and oh my god now you are killing it
2: (laughs) oh my goodness yeah I mean it's I remember it so crystal clear like it was yesterday, and, and kind of looking to you almost like as a mentor, somebody who had been doing in the industry for a while. And I was fairly fresh. I had just moved to New York um, from L.A. and decided to take the leap. So I had a first career as a publicist um, that I was doing out of out of college, and I also considered going to law school. I was um, considering going enrolling in Columbia Law because I wanted to also – Um, I considered the idea of being an attorney and I had a calling. I had a, a, a calling and an attraction to going to fashion styling. And I decided to do that when my husband and I moved to New York in 2013. And I just took the leap. I started working on sets. Um, I started interning, working with different various stylists under their wing and just learning the ropes of the industry from like the ground up. And it was very rewarding Grueling. Um, it was a roller coaster of emotions. There were a lot of months <laughs> where I didn't make any money, <laughs> and I was like, "Gosh, I just went from, you know, working this corporate comfortable job with benefits and you know 401k to like being a freelancer." I didn't know when my next check was going to come. You know, making a hundred dollars uh, a day sometimes. Like it was, you know, it was just such a, a hustle, <laughs> such a hustle, such a hustle. But really a, a rewarding one, because I, I found a, a love in what I was doing. And I really was passionate about it. And if Liz, I mean, you can attest to this, if you're not passionate in, about doing this job, like, it's just, it's not it's not right for you. You really it's takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication and a lot of hustle, um, and nose to the grind every day. day. Hundred percent.
0: I think that applies uh, to every job, to be honest, like, I feel yeah. like if you're not in it, and you're not loving it, Then, like, Mm -hmm. what's the point? And it makes you more motivated to work harder when you're you're doing something you really love.
2: Absolutely. So um, it was, and I remember, you know, kind of using you as a soundboard that day. So I, I, we were on set shooting for Guilt Group when I received a phone call about the opportunity to work with Laverne Cox for the first time, and um, I kind of knew who she was. I was becoming familiar with the show. It was a huge hit at the time, and. I had to tell, I had to basically take a moment to gather my thoughts and come back to her team about if I wanted to um, pursue this. And I asked Liz, like, hey, what would I do? What would you do? And I remember you telling me, girl, you're going to figure it out. I know you, you know, you. there's, there's ways of doing this. Let's call Albright. Let's
0: call uh, Montana, the, the, the shoe oh rental, yes. um, Thank, Oh, house. Was so helpful yeah. back then. And it even, <laughs> I even suggested doing like studio services. I was like, if you have yeah. to, if you have to buy something mm-hmm. like it's worth it. I mean, this is a huge show orange and orange is the new black was like major at the time. I mean, it's still a big show, but like, that was, I remember being like, oh my God, yes, everybody yeah. was talking about Laverne Cox. And she, at the time, she wasn't on the red carpet much. And this was like your yeah. opportunity to shine.
2: Absolutely. So I took a leap of faith, just like I did in, in entering the fashion industry. And I said, yes. And uh, I think we had our first fitting four days later, uh, which was an eternity of time in terms of pre- preparing for a fitting. And I had you know yeah. the time it, it took to kind of get prepared and her and I clicked very well. And I mean, the rest is history. The work that I've done with Laverne has truly launched my career. I would not be where I am today without her. It's been just the most incredible journey so far. And we're still on it. So I'm just so pleased. And I'm just so privileged and blessed.
0: Wow, I love that story. And you really you've made such an amazing career out of something that Most people probably would have passed up because they would have said, Oh, well, I'm not, that's not something that is easy to do. And you did it. (laughs) And now I feel like you were one of the people that pioneered like being able to dress for not a size two person and making it the norm. Like all these designers wouldn't work with people because of that. And now, like, you have all these amazing designers like Christian Siriano and Mark Bauer that are willing to customize pieces and actually featuring plus size women, and women, and even men, of, and transgendered people, all different kinds of people down their runways. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't a thing back then. So mm-hmm. I, I applaud you. You really, you've helped change the game. Thank you so much. That's, I, I agree with the
2: trajectory um, and the, and the um, progress that the industry has made. I agree with you on that because it's just been such a, it's been almost like a, resolu- a revolution um, of size inclusivity. And the, the part, the small role that I've been able to play has been the most rewarding parts of my life. I would say second to having a child, um, (laughs) that, that, you know, second to that and my marriage, I would say it's been one of the, you know, the, the best things that I've been able to experience in my life. I know that there's more to come in terms of kind of opening the lanes for more size inclusive brands and looks to, to be available to women of all sizes, not just a size zero or two. And I think we're making great progress. We're not, um, there's more progress to be made, but I'm just so glad to have been and continue to still be playing a a role in that.
0: That's amazing. And so how does, how do you see that motherhood has changed what you do and like becoming a mom really changes everything. And you said you're a full-time mom. So are you (laughs) juggling all this by yourself? Like, how are you doing everything? Well, it's, it. yes, it changed
2: overnight. I mean, from the moment you come home, I know, you know, it's, it's that cliche um, saying that every mom prepares you for is like coming home from the hospital, like your life, you put your life prior to having a child in the rear view mirror and you step in this, this whole new world. And it is very true. You know, I remember I had a very short maternity leave, which was, I enjoyed every moment I soaked it up, you know, as a freelancer, you don't really have like set maternity leave times. And I did some fittings in the, in the, in the middle of it. Cause I had some clients who were going to things and they're like, Christina, please, can you, can we please knock out this fitting? And I'm like, sure, oh you know, no God. problem. Come over when the baby's sleeping. <gasps> Um, and and really making the most of like naps. Oh my gosh. Like nap time hack is, is key. I'm sure you ladies can absolutely.
0: Oh my God. I (laughs) live for nap time. And when my son son dropped the nap during the pandemic and I was like, Oh, "Oh, what am, what am I going to do? Give me my hour and a half back. Oh my! I
1: know that night. Yeah, and
0: then I added another one to the mix. That didn't help.
2: (laughs) Oh, I know. Oh my goodness! I don't know how you do it with the staggering nap times, but um, in kind of, and I had a maternity leave right before lockdown hit, so it was I was back working again for a bit before we went into lockdown. So like my time in being a mom has been like part time working, and then now I'm back fully in the swing of things, which has been great. But oh man, it has been a, a juggle. I will say that I owe so much credit to my mom. Um, So really, the only way that I'm able to do this and juggle my schedule working full time and with my son Shiloh, who's not yet in school, he's two, so he's not yet in preschool yet, he's at home um, during the day, is my mom. So my mom doesn't live very far away. I um, she lives in Orange County, which is pretty close to where I'm at at in Los Angeles. So she's with us four days during the week, and during those four days, I got to tell you, I've never been so productive in my life or in my career. (laughs) My mom really helps me a lot. She she's um, because my schedule is just so unbelievably um, sporadic, and it's not set. I mean, anybody who does this job will tell you it's like it's a seven day thing. Like I, you know, I'm not trying to exaggerate but like truly I do work you know often 24/7 sometimes early mornings um late nights sunday nights you know weekends often are a wash like half my weekends I'm usually working because there's award shows and events so like oh that's I, right you know so I really rely on my mom and my husband to help me in shifts so that's kind of how we juggle it is you know I've got my mom four out of 7 days and we communicate with my husband and I, with my mom as to like, who's on, I call it a shy shift because my son's name is (laughs) Shiloh, shy shift, um, for kind of how we tackle, you know, being on him during the day and during the weekend.
0: I mean, that's like an additional full-time job. We actually just posted something on our Instagram saying that like, I don't have a nine to five job. I have an, I wake, I work from when I open my eyes to when I close my eyes type of job. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's truly motherhood, the working mom. And yeah, it really takes a village. And oh, my God, how nice that you lived so close to your mom to help out. Yeah. I'm
1: so jealous.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> so jealous. Uh, yeah, I mean, you ladies, easier. Uh, yeah. I mean, Yeah, I'm
2: curious where your family is everything. And I know people told me that. And part of the reason why my Nick and I moved to L.A., from New York was to be close to family. So his parents are close by too. It's like, it's just an incredible resource. There's nothing that compares to having grandparents, um, especially for care. And she's like the best mom and grandma ever. So I owe all credit to her.
0: Oh, that's so nice. And I'm so glad that you were able to move closer to your family, especially during this crazy time. Oh, my God. So how was the pandemic? (laughs) How else has the pandemic changed? Like everything going on in your career? I know, like, the styling world came to a screeching halt. There was no red carpet during a pandemic. Like how did how did that all work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I it, I'm so curious to hear your takeaways too. It was such an
2: interesting time of like introspection and Yeah, um, that's the exact
1: word I was going to say. Yes. <laughs> Spot on
2: right ladies? Like the, mm. just, uh, I mean, everything was like challenged and looked at in, in yeah. that 18 months or still is. I mean, we're still in this, like now we're in this period of like the stage of like vaccination and thinking about like, are we getting our kids vaccinated soon? Or or maybe we have already. And like, how are they going back to school? And what is that going to look like for just playdates and field trips and all those things? I mean, um, just so fascinating in 2019, we never would have thought we would have been thinking about these things. Right. It's <laughs> just <not. laughs> such a, such a wild, wild ride. But like,
0: um, I also think it, a lot of silver linings yeah. too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. A lot of good has come out of what we thought was the mm-hmm. worst.
2: <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Um, and just thinking about like, uh, pediatric help health and mm-hmm. the importance, vaccines in general, whether you have certain views about them or not, just like bringing that to light and helping parents like me just think about them a little bit more critically and, and importance, the importance of them. But um, yeah, like it it was a time of pause, which I actually welcomed a bit. I think that, you no, know, you know, having a child during pandemic where it's just not about me anymore, really, like all of the decisions... I have made since we went into lockdown has really been about him and I'm sure you guys could agree like every step like every going out in public getting on an airplane like it hasn't been so much about me or my husband it's like what am I doing to protect him and even now um, before in any decision that I make any job that I'm on knowing the risk level or exposure level that I'm taking um, and considering before I accept the job or if there's travel involved, how many people are going to be on the set, um, what's the PP policy yes. or um, just different protocols that people are taking or like, is this a small team, a large team? How big is the production? You know, a lot of the times we're on sets where we're indoors and um, we rely, you know, on our masks, which is which has been a great, helpful tool. But, but we're not always outdoors. Not wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. So thinking through all of that, and like, no, it, just thinking about how and what are the decisions that I'm making best to, to protect my son? Um,
1: that's yeah, really definitely
0: amplify that as parents. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I every decision you make is obviously for your children. But like, I mean, I, I moved to the suburbs during the pandemic. Yeah. And so did Amanda. And it's like, no, this is what's best for our kids and crazy.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it's been so. You guys, you guys. It sounds like you guys are both in the suburbs now, probably enjoying a bit more space. I mean, same with us. Like having left an apartment in the East Village, now we have a backyard. <laughs> like I couldn't imagine doing it in like this small apartment where there was barely a balcony. <laughs>
0: yeah. And now
2: lots of walks taken. You know, being able to be outside. Like I just c- c- couldn't imagine it being any any other way. But wow, it's been a journey and continues to be. And um, I feel just a a lot of gratitude that I'm able to to be working again. We figured it out. Like we figured it out in terms of like how to stay safe and um, know that like we can carry on with these productions and these shoots and um, with like safety. So I feel like very um, confident uh, going into most of the jobs that I'm doing that, you know, it's a safe set and that I, you know, limiting any sort of risk that could be or exposure that could be exposing my son so it's been i feel really good i feel really good now and also going into 2022 i feel very optimistic not sure about if you guys are relating to that but i feel very you know good about where we are and just keeping my family safe and healthy you know
0: yeah i feel the same way i feel like things are going to pick up in the industry and things are definitely changing for the better and also like i feel like. We all had this time of introspective, uh, you know, having that pause. We've been able to really like think of better things to come out of it where I I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been really focused on sustainability in the fashion industry. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like this time really amplified that and made us think about how our impact is on what we're shopping for. And you know, our, our job is so frivolous in a lot of ways, like we're making people look pretty with clothing. So how can we make that better for the planet? And I'm sure you've been thinking about things like that, you know, in your line, cause you do more of like the celebrity styling and that's not something I do anymore, but it's still kind of goes hand in hand. So how has like your perspective on the fashion industry come out of all this?
2: Um, it's so great to hear that, Liz, you know, I admire the work that you do. And in, in seeing that in understanding that that has taken a greater significance for you, just like, how can I be make, make, you know, us an impact in choosing more eco conscious or eco friendly steps or types of brands to pull from that are sustainable. Um, I have been very conscious of that as well. One of like my personal passions is environmental um environmentalism in general, so the impact of climate change is something that is personally very important to me um It's one of the top priorities for like where I volunteer, and so um I think about that in what I do day to day because so actually what I do is it has a great toll in wastefulness, so like mm-hmm. there's a lot of yeah. packaging and boxes that I have to dispose of every day I mean you would be shocked like the amount of boxes and that that are sent back and forth between New York and LA every single day (laughs) as a stylist like I mean I'm at FedEx every day I get packages with shoe boxes and bubble wrap plastic
0: wrap all the extra
2: things like every single day um, I know. And especially, my
0: recycling guys know. I think they know my name by now because I'm out there <laughs> every day. I'm like, sorry about all the boxes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. Like it's I. It's almost like hoarder. I mean, you'd be sometimes on trash day. I'm like, we look like a hoarder family yes. with the amount of. You know, we have two bins. I know bins, people think we moved in. <laughs> oh my gosh. People are like, did like, you just move in? <laughs> <laughs> right or, or where are you going? Like you just yeah. There's like looks like TV boxes that come every day like for you oh my God. for your family. Yes. But instead, it's like you know bunch of garment bags with clothes. So I, you know I had to look at myself in the middle of the pandemic when you know I'm thinking about the importance of climate change. I mean it's something that in my opinion is is undeniable of utmost importance in, is in terms of um, p- political policy goes. And I'm like, I have to take, I need to take a personal, um, effort and how I can reduce my waste. Um, and so what I've done is I've asked a lot of the designers who I work with and there's like, I work with so many, you know, not just in New York and LA, but around the world too, like where, but they know my personal preference, which is like, don't send me excess, try yes. to consolidate it. Um, Definitely. sometimes mm-hmm. I will ask when I, um, send a poll, that they return they send me a box the box back to me so that I don't get something bigger it's to consolidate the amount the size of the box so it's not as um it's not so large and taking up so much space on the airplane too just thinking about the the aviation um energy that it takes to transport those boxes I mean I know those are small things, but I think that they amount to a a big difference they add up. especially yeah. yeah they definitely definitely add up I mean with the amount of Packages that I send back and forth every day. I mean, I have like a two thousand dollar FedEx bill every month. Like that's how much <laughs> shipping that I do. I mean, it's my it's my largest part of my operation, really. So, like, I think that, that those taking those steps um, really adds up and, and will make a difference. And it's something that I need that the small part that I can play in like making my business and my operation more eco friendly.
0: I love to hear that. That makes me so happy because a lot of people don't take that in. Con- into consideration and I actually was on a shoot recently where they had written into the contract with the client a sustainability clause so they got yeah so they got extra money towards like sustainability so like the producer came to me and was like how can we do this but also sustainable and like minimize waste and we got reusable garment bags and different things that like we're like no plastic. And it was so refreshing to hear. And I'm hoping that the fashion industry like kind of moves in that direction going forward.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. It, with the, just the rise of the sustainable um, materials that are used in collections, the move away from animal products to vegan products and faux furs and stuff. I mean, that all is a big part of it too. Um, Yeah, that would be nice for the trickle down to happen down to even the sets that we're shooting the new collections on. That's awesome, Liz.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's good to hear that you're doing that. I mean, you you've shot for some amazing publications like Vogue and Harper's Bazaar and Elle, just to name a few. But like, you are on shoots all the time and working with like celebrities all the time. But you're also like an image consultant. Like, tell me what else? Like, you wear so many caps? Like, what are you, how do you do it all? (laughs) Um, well,
2: oh gosh, some days I I wonder that. I feel like some days are the amount of work and things that can get done. And when one day, I mean, today is a great example. Um, I'm starting my day with you. Um, my, we started this, my time at 8am. My last fitting today is at 7pm.
0: Oh, my God. Thank you day. for, for oh, starting mm-hmm. your day so early with us. I mean, I know I, you're up early anyway with, you know, your first job being a mom. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's a pleasure. Like,
2: really, it, it's amazing all the things that you can do as a mom. I think that, that that's been my biggest takeaway in learning. And I love to hear from other moms like you who, who can say, like, I did, never thought I could have done as much in one day since I've become a mom. Like, the productivity level is incredible because I think about how to like break up my day hour by hour. Um, when you're, when you're a mom, you immediately shift into like schedule mode, like a, just yes. master of the schedule. And so like, I break up, you know, my day by hour by hour and like every minute counts. I know that that sounds so silly, but like when there's just so much to do, you know? So for example, today, you know, I, I have, I have a fitting, um, in the evening, and so I need to go get prepped for that. So I'm gonna go do pulls during the first part of the day. Then I'm going to come back to my studio, prepare for that fitting. Then I'm going to go dress a client for a red carpet, um, get her dressed for that. I gotta pull a f- few more bags and jewelry pieces for her look for that. And then I'm gonna go dress her and then go to the fitting directly afterwards. So it's like thinking about how, you know, what can I get done during that time? Um, I would like to be home before my son goes to bed. So I try (laughs) to schedule in. (laughs) Bedtime. Bedtime is like I block it out. And it's something that we kind of in my household like prioritize. Um, Even my husband's schedule too is like on the calendar, there's a big black box like between 6 and 7.30. It's like dinner time to nap to, to bedtime and being a part of that ritual every day. Sometimes my husband and I might not both be there. It's like one or the other. And mm-hmm. you guys probably juggle that yep. too with your oh, significant yeah. and others. Um, but I don't like to miss it any, any day. And some, it's tough. But like I have found that more of the clients that I work with when um, I'm, you know, going to schedule a fitting or a shoot or something and I say like, hey, that time doesn't work because it's bedtime. Like I need to put my son to bed. They, they're understanding. Wow. Like even the ones who aren't parents, they get it. Um, And the ones who are absolutely get it. It's like sacred time. So I try to schedule that out and be home for that really important time with my son before bed. Cause he, you know, he's a little bit young, I think to remember it, but he, he gets so much love and the times when I am home, which isn't always often, you know, there's times where Saturday night I'm not around even or Sunday nights. And it's like, he might not remember that I'm not always there every night of the week, but it's like I know that he. I'm making my best effort, and I know that he knows that. And when I'm with him, I'm present with him. Like the phone yeah. is down, the email is down. I'm not. It's so important. You know, multitasking. So important. Yeah. Just blocking out that time where, like, truly I can be present with him and and play and you know, uh, puzzles time or um, building blocks or whatever it is. I'm not trying to multitask because the other mm-hmm. all the other hours of the day. I'm multitasking, I'm sending out the email, I'm prepping, you know, getting my rack packed for the fitting, whatever it is, like, it's, that's, that's so the good. name of the game for the rest of the day. But like, when I'm with Shiloh, it's like, that's, I'm with him present, you know, undivided attention. Uh,
0: ah, yeah. that's the goals. That's, I mean, that's what we that's total <laughs> need to goals. do as and moms. It's so easy and, to
1: get distracted when you have so many other things going on, but it's like really making that a point and a priority to yeah, be fully engaged. Uh, but don't you feel um, like you're a better absolutely.
0: multitasker now like since becoming a mom? Like I'm like how did I ever think I was busy before being a mom? <laughs>
2: oh my gosh. It it's mind-blowing. Like yeah, in every way. I the amount of things and 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 shopping. Like I I am like the house manager. I maybe you you ladies as we all are.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: we are.
2: Yep. It's true you know i'm i'm the shopper i'm the one thinking about the appointments being made taking my son to the doctor my my husband he's a really great dad he's um very attentive he can be relied on for everything he can do bedtime nap time meal time all the things but like i kind of lead the way and i you know i'm the house and the mom manager but um i like i just remember how much i rely on and, and I'm guilty of overutilizing Amazon. I'm going to admit it. Um, oh yeah, to get to <laughs> guilty, get the end <laughs> to to the me the means to an end get done. Like, just I remember um, when I was feeding my son, like during um, mealtime, breastfeeding him, rocking him to sleep, or in the in the mornings, and I'm like sitting on Amazon, just click click buy diapers and all the things that I need within 30 seconds. Like I know that the next day I'm getting the all the supplies that I need because I don't have the time to go to run to Target, you know?
0: Yeah, sometimes you got to do what you got to do as a mom. I will say Amazon, if you're worried about the whole sustainability thing, you can actually go into their customer service and write to them saying, I'd like my packages packed in fewer boxes. And they often do that. I think you had posted about that, Liz.
2: And I like last year at some time. And I called them and actually requested that. So thank you for that tip because oh, I did not know yay. about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's all awesome. that. no,
1: such a good tip.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean the amount of sometimes too many packages, you know. You know how it is. It's like Oh yeah. With two, I don't know how you do it. I just have the one, but still every day there's, you know, pa- packages with supplies on my doorstep.
0: Well, they require <laughs> just a lot of your, your cart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I always oh, okay. just load up my Amazon cart with like a bunch of stuff and then pull the trigger at the end rather than mm. one-off ordering. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dangerous, it's, especially when I put too dangerous. much in and then my
0: husband accidentally orders it all and I'm like, wait, I was thinking about it.
1: <laughs> I wasn't done. Yeah.
2: Left. Yeah. It, I, I just know that like, there's just so finite time in the day that Mm -hmm. things get done because I, I know I only have that 30 minutes to make it happen. So it's like, if I need to do that shopping, I'm doing it online, bang it out like anything else, you know? Mm -hmm. So thank you internet for helping make, making the mom (laughs) hack so much easier because I can't imagine what it was like before that.
0: (laughs) Well, I think we did less because we didn't have the internet and we didn't have this like instantaneous, like we need this now. And Oh, my God, I'm sure we do so much more than we did before in the internet. So, oh, yeah. Well, speaking of doing so much, we ask our guests a few questions that we love to hear these tips from you. And one of them is, what have you done for you lately? Because there's so much that we do for our career. We do so much for our kids. But like, we need to take time for us. So what have you been doing to carve out that time for you? Um, I
2: went to get a facial recently with a massage, a double treatment. It was the best. It was the best 90 minutes of my life recently. I hadn't done that since um, the pandemic or actually since becoming a mom. And I highly recommend it for all moms. Like it's just, it's such a great treat. I I think, you know, doing that monthly after my um, facial, I was like, oh my God, I got to do this every month. I deserve it.
1: Um, I work hard
2: my my dad, or, uh, Shiloh understands, my husband understands, like, to pull away and do that, like, on a Sunday afternoon was really nice. And I think, you know, I also, if if I'm able to, I like to make time to see my girlfriends. Um, I don't know how you guys do it. Like, it, it's so crazy the minute that you become a mom and you have a family, one or more kids, like, having time for your friends, like goes by the wayside or like you introduce play dates into it, which I certainly enjoy. But if I can get together with my friends and have like a girl's date, like once a week, twice a month, like it's a big win. And I try to make time for that because having like a martini with them, catching up, some of them are moms, some are not, but just seeing my girlfriends, you know, even if it's lunch in between, going running to showrooms i try to make time for it it's really important for my mental health and just to stay social and not just like hermited and in at you know not i need a social life a little bit too you know what i mean
0: especially after the last couple of years that we've had for sure yeah yeah so I tried like, virtually is to... not cutting it anymore. I know. <laughs> I know I actually went out to dinner with a bunch of mom friends the other night and I came home and I was like beaming. I told my husband, I'm like, thank you so much for letting me go. This was so nice. And I feel like refreshed." And he's like, why did you thank me? Like, you should just be doing this. <laughs>
2: yeah, it, the, you know, and we kind of took that for granted, definitely before pandemic. But, you know, just our busy lifestyles, like hopping around before we had kids living in the city. Like we could just go here, go there any night of the week, you yeah. know, on a Monday, get a drink with a friend. Like now you have, we have to schedule it and we're, you know, a lot more thoughtful about when we do it. But man. And is child it so care.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes.
2: And child care, date nights, all of those things. But I try to be very really good just, you know, and, and reasonable about it. Like I might not be able to do it every Friday night, but if it's like twice a month, it it adds so much to my life and, and to my mental health for sure.
1: Super important. Super, like, I think it just fills your cup, right? Food for the soul. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely.
2: This is awesome.
1: So speaking of which, you probably know Liz and I have a little thing. Um, you know, we're totally obsessed with cheese boards and charcuterie and they do change seasonally, <laughs> but we use that for a metaphor. Like, you know, what is your favorite obsession? What's your latest and greatest? What's on your cheese board? <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Um, okay. Let's see. A few things. So
2: I'm, I love pumpkin. Pumpkin is my favorite. So this is my favorite season. I sure I'm a pumpkin spice girl, whatever you want to say. I love the fall time um, for pumpkin, I have, like, pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin pie. Oh, you're that girl. I love it. Totally <laughs> that girl. My son's favorite word right now is pumpkin. Like, he's obsessed with pumpkins. Oh. Um, we went to the pumpkin patch
0: twice. Oh, my God.
2: Um, just in general. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's on my life mood board in general. Um, is there much of that I, out in L.A.?
0: Are there pumpkin patches? I have no idea.
2: <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. Well, I live in the valley, which is the secret jewel of Los Angeles, I ah. call it. Um, yeah, the burbs. But I love it. Um, I'm very close to, like, where I need to be every day. But I but there's also, like, space.
0: And yeah. so there's mm-hmm. a few
2: farms with um, pumpkin patches, for sure, um, in the valley. But, um, oh, I you know what? Actually, Liz, I think you introduced me to one of the other um obsessions that I use almost every day, which is a very oh, I and I it. saw it in your hair tutorial
1: on oh, Instagram.
2: No. <laughs> and it's I, I think I bought a few of the hair tool products that you recommended, actually. Um but one of them is like a very thick the the wrought iron, a very thick one. Um not the tight one, but the the I don't know, it's like an inch and a third oh, an inch yes, and three quarters yeah. maybe. And Liz, like, showed us how to wrap the hair around and do, like, a very um, loose beach wave. And I was like, oh, my God, her hair looks so amazing. Like, oh, I, I love that. I can replicate that in, like, 10 minutes, if that. And yes, so I think that's I bought... the goal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be able to be ready in 10 minutes and, like, look, you know, presentable enough to go, you know, be in front of, like, celebrity clients, it's, it's important. So that that's one of the obsessions that I – I think I have a Bumble and Bumble one. Um, Whatever so works. I mean, I got tutorial. mine at
0: Marshall's. Oh, I love yes. it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you oh, your hair, seriously, is goals. I, like, I always look at how you <laughs> rock a bang as a mom. Like, I tried. I actually got bangs when I first became a mom, and I was like – Oh, too much work! I can't do it. Like I am so impressed that your hair always looks so good. So thank you for you are sharing so that sweet. <laughs> DIY, baby. It's all DIY. When there's not a lot of time, we
2: gotta break out the scissors to do bang trims. We do it. We use this hair. Um, what is it called? It's a rod iron, right? What, what do you call it, Liz? Oh, a wand. Yes, thank you. That's the yes. one I'm looking for. You know, to like have. <laughs> Really hot, you know, hair for the the whole day, and you could yeah. get it done in in ten minutes. I highly recommend that tutorial. Everybody, T- check it out.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, you work <laughs> with some of the most amazing pro hairstylists in the country, so and maybe the world. So that's a huge like. Oh my god, <laughs> that makes me feel so good that you took advice from me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love. Keep those tutorials coming. Like I live. Sometimes no, I'm getting ready, so ready in the good. morning, and I'll yeah, like I'll just play so them. So good. And, you know, like even watching her, I got, I got the sense of like, okay, this is how she sectioned the hair, but I can't watch her the whole time. But I glance at it while I'm doing my, putting my mascara on, like keep it coming, Liz, keep the content coming, girl.
0: Thank you. That's so good to hear. Well, speaking of all the mom hacks, do you have any, we call them mom goals, but do you have any tips or mom hacks? It could be style. It could be beauty. It could be life, anything that you can share.
2: Um, I would say my greatest mom hack. And I think there's a lot of moms coming through the pandemic who acquired themselves a Peloton uh. and acquired themselves at home gym. But like that has really been life changing for me. Um, so fitness is, um, a big priority for me. Like I find I, I distress and get energy for the day. And like me time, most of my me time is like exercise, time for, for, uh, cardio strength training. I usually get it done in like 60 minutes in the morning and introducing a home gym into my home has been such a big part of that. So like I have a Peloton now that I utilize for the cycling, it's, it's, there's also like strength training, yoga, meditation. There's all the things, even if you just have like a screen that you look at with your weights, you can use it. And then I also have a, um, the Peloton of boxing—it's called a light boxer. So I got that. Um, we added that to our home gym, which is a boxing at-home boxing tool.
0: Ooh, how fun which is, is
2: like, that! Oh, it's so cool. It's like it's like box dancing,
1: cardio box dancing. Like oh, Amanda, my... I think you need this. I think oh. I need to step that up. I'm like listening. That's all I do in my free time. You can oh, obsessed
2: obsessed the dance cardio obsessed.
1: situation. I need it.
2: Oh, amazing! I mean like to have, and I, I still, you know, I still want to support my local gym and I'll go there every chance I get, but like being able to knock out my homework out while my son is napping or he's still asleep in the morning. It's like, it's everything to me. And then, um, my last mom hack would, I would also say is a product called Bob. It's a Bob jogging stroller. Do you either, you guys own one? I have the bob. No,
0: but I've always wanted one. Ah.
2: I've got the bob. Yeah. Do you, Amanda? I do. It's it's the top thing on my registry besides the snoo. Oh, Ooh, I don't snoo. have the snoo, oh. life, but I love the, the bob. The snoo was life-changing. Snoo, Yep, yeah, I saw that too. Baby number Liz, two. <laughs> Baby number two, amazing. Yeah, I yeah, highly recommend the snoo bassinet. Um, That was life-changing. But for now, like my son's two, and so I – I like to trail run. So I do a lot of going trail running up mountains and local mountains or, you know, we'll go on a hike in Arizona, you name it. We'll bring the Bob and it's a collapsible stroller that, oh, the adventures that you can go on with the Bob, it's everything. And I dread the day that my son gets, you know, a little bit too heavy for it because <laughs> we can, you know, he, he gets in, it's like an all terrain, um, three wheel stroller that can, you can take like up um up mountains and and on all sorts of terrain and all sorts of trails and such and I'm able to get my workout in my um my trail runs in with my son and it's a lot of fun for him too like he fully enjoys it you know we go on hikes together and that's how I'm able to get my mom time my exercise and fitness time and then also spend time with my son so it's hits all three
0: I love that I think I need a double stroller version of that <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness that would be hard <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be a really good workout because I did not buy yeah. a Peloton or any fun. Ex- I mean, I bought white weights during the pandemic. That was like a big mm-hmm. deal, but I did not buy um, a Peloton and I wish I did. I actually styled for Peloton and I was oh like, my can, gosh. I dis- can I get a discount? But no, they didn't give me one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, that's so funny.
2: Um, you're like, you're like, can I get some sort of a something? I mean, even if, it's yeah it's weird how how it is I I think I worked on a shoot for Peloton and I got a sports bra which was very cool. oh that's more than I got <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't be afraid to ask for the merch girl um, well we rep, it all we to, they gave thing. it all to the talent so you know that's got how it usually it. goes I'm used to it you probably get yep. some good swag though I'm sure <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah well but, so fun Come yeah Thank you, Christina so where can people find you um,
2: I'm on Instagram as Christina J. Pacelli. Check me out there. You can also look at my website at www.ChristinaPacelli.com. And Pacelli spelled P-A-C-E-L-L-I. And I mean,
0: you can see your beautiful son and your handsome husband. And you guys are so beautiful together.
2: Thank you, love. I feel the same way about your family. It's so It's so fun to... Stay connected with you guys to see the growth of your family and also your career, and you know all the fun mom ha- hacks and tips that you share, like through your Instagram. It's, you know, I try not to spend too much time on on the app every day. I'm sure you guys could probably it's dangerous. Agree you with- can go
1: down the rabbit yeah. hole on that quick.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Try to r- limit the screen time on mm-hmm. Instagram, but it, you know we don't get to see each other that often. We don't uh, maybe once a year now,
0: but like, I, I think feel I run still... into at fashion week and that's it.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That. And I'm, I'm sure we'll make a date, uh, for that this coming February, but like to be able to keep up with, with what y'all, what you guys are up to and see your beautiful family. And I feel like that's one of the best parts of Instagram. So thank you for, you know, sharing. It's, it's
0: Aww, great, especially we have
2: distance between us, you know?
0: Yeah. And I love seeing everything that you're working on and doing and you're killing it. You are truly mom goals. Oh, thank you, love. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you guys.
1: We loved having you Christina. Thank you, Christina. I know mom. Love this episode of the podcast. Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and review. You can find us on Instagram at mom goals, the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with
0: us. See you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Christina. Love you, Mama. Love you, Mama.